401k retire. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. by faith. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. All right, I'm getting some technical feedback that I'm low. How's that, Mr. Producer? Are we good? We have come this far by faith. And we're not going to stop. We're not going to quit. But we face an impossibility. But not in Jesus. And not in brothers and sisters who believe in what we're teaching and who love the Word of God. So this is Pilgrim's Progress, and this is an offertory day. We are $1,470 short of covering what needs to be covered for radio for this, this month. Now, there are two areas of heavy financial responsibility that we have. One is for the radio broadcast, day by day, coming to almost $4,000 a month. The other heavy responsibility that we bear is for the upper room and for the radio studio, for all of the internet connections. And so we recognize that the National Prayer Chapel has up to this point covered all of that other expense, but they're unable to do so. But we're not going to do fundraising for that. God moved in the heart of a wonderful person who obeyed the Lord and sent a contribution that has completely covered all the cost for the radio studios, for the upper room, 
enough to pay not just for one month, but two months. So we're very grateful that God has covered that. But now we face the need for the radio. And everything you give will go toward the bill for WAVA. So today, if you'd like to call, would you do so quickly? If the Holy Spirit is prompting you to give, call 877-534-0780. And I just wanted to thank all of you who have already given this month. I've been so excited that we've gone to the post office and we've seen people giving who, you know, they were never even asked to give. So I'm so grateful for you. That's very encouraging to us. And... As we said, our goal today is 1,470. That's out of a total goal of almost 4,000. So we praise God that we're already most of the way there. And we would like to spend just one day with an offertory. This is how we pass the offering plate. So if you'd like to share in the responsibility to cover the cost of radio, so that we can continue, please call right now, 877-534-0780. Now, before we put music on, I'd like to pray. Oh, Lord, I know you're the one who moves in the hearts of men and women and convicts them that they should give. And I'm standing by faith today that you will move in the hearts of many who are listening. For Lord, we need revival. We are standing by faith for the full baptism of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Pardon me. And the breaking out of revival in Washington, D.C. Now, Lord, we've never seen that. But we've read the accounts in Argentina and in many other nations and places. And we've read your word, and your word says you will give the Holy Spirit to him who asks. So, Lord, I know this is not just a radio broadcast. I know it's the means by which you plan to reach this city with revival. So, Lord, I'm standing by faith that men and women will quickly call and lay their life down with us that not only would the 1,470 be covered, but much beyond that. Lord, I know you have people hidden away and you're moving in their heart even now as I pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you. We can't do this on our own, Jesus but we stand by faith in you, for with you nothing is impossible. Thank you, Lord. We pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Let's put some music on, Mr. Producer. Again, that number is 877-534-0780, and you can also give online at nationalprayerchapel.com. That's nationalprayerchapel.com. God bless you. says why not turn around you can 
is an offertory day for Pilgrim's Progress. We stand by faith for $1,470. Who will get us started today? We know we've been called by the Spirit to do this radio broadcast, and we are faithful day after day to bring to you both the straight word of God and stories of revival because we desire more than anything else revival in Washington, D.C., that people could be turned from their sin and united with Jesus. So we're waiting for your call, 877-534-0780. Lord, I just plead that you would move in the hearts of people because I know only you can bring forth the resources necessary to cover this radio broadcast. Month after month, you have done this. And we are grateful and we say thank you, Jesus. Now please bless each one who gives. In the name of Jesus, amen. That number is 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero.
Trusting in Jesus and we are obeying him. We are doing the radio broadcast as he's called us to. And now we invite you to join us and help participate in covering the cost. Many men and women have already donated, but we are still $1,470 short. Would you like to participate in helping to cover that? If so, would you call quickly, 877-534-0780. You can also give online at nationalprayerchapel.com. That's nationalprayerchapel.com. And I quickly wanted to share, we find in the revival in Korea several wonderful accounts of how revival impacted the giving of Korean Christians. So I'll just read a little bit. This is from the book by Daniel Weaver called Pyongyang Revival. Will the Holy Spirit visit again? Now, if you're not familiar, Pyongyang is now the capital of North Korea. There was a tremendous revival in Korea when it was still unified from about 1903 to about 1907. And it's just like the scripture says where a nation's born in a day. We really saw in this revival a whole nation to God. So he shares four keys for revival in this book, and the third key he mentions is heavenly perspective. He writes, those preparing for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Korea were filled with a desperation for more of the Lord. Their consuming desire to see the Lord's power satisfy the great need in Korea gave them a heavenly perspective which influenced the practical aspect of their lives. Rather than being focused on earthly matters, the believers in Korea had heaven's priorities constantly in mind. The eternal value of human souls was so clear to these believers that temporal matters were held lightly. Sacrifices in the physical realm were made with gladness because of the spiritual focus held by the missionaries and Korean converts. Korean Christians realized they could not let time or money stand in the way of, of evangelism once they weighed these costs against the eternal worth of each person who came to know Christ. In addition to his comments on evangelism of the early Korean church, missionary Goforth remarked admiringly on the financial generosity of these believers. Abounding liberality was another very striking characteristic of the early church in Acts. The Korean Christians abound in that too. At one place, a missionary told me that he dared not mention money to his people for they were giving too much now. <laughs> I should like to meet the pastor in favored Christendom, in other words, in the Western church where we have a high view of Christianity. I should like to meet the pastor in favored Christendom who could truly say that of his people. The year... I was at the center. The people were supporting 139 workers, male and female, teachers and preachers, and that year alone, they increased the workers by 57. That missionary said, 
when we found our church was too small, we met to plan for the erection of one that would hold 1,500. The people present gave all the money they had. The men gave their watches, and the women stripped off their jewelry. Others gave title deeds to portions of land. They gave all they had and wept because they couldn't give more, and they built their church free of debt. Another missionary was once at a very poor center when the leaders told him how inconvenient it was to be worshipping in private houses, but now they had a fine site offered them for $30. Wonderful, said the missionary. Go ahead and buy it. But pastors, said they, we're extremely poor here. You didn't understand us. We should like it if you would put up the money. No, said the missionary. You must buy your church's foundation. It will do you lots of good. However, the men pleaded poverty. Then the sisters said, If the men have no plan, we think we can buy it. They took off all their jewelry and sold it, but it brought only ten dollars. Nothing daunted, however, this woman sold a brass kettle, that one sold two brass bowls, and another sold a few pairs of brass chopsticks, for all their cooking and eating utensils are made of brass. The whole, when sold, brought twenty dollars. Now with thirty dollars in their hands, the women secured the church site. Since it is more blessed to give than to receive, the women received an enlarged vision. The needs of their sisters, without God and without hope, in the countless villages all around, fired their hearts, and so they decided to raise six dollars a month and send out a woman evangelist. At another place, the missionary was present at the dedication of a new church. It was found that there was still fifty dollars owing on the church. A member present arose and said, Pastor, I will next Sunday bring fifty dollars to pay off that debt. The missionary, knowing the man was very poor, said, Don't think of doing it yourself. We will all join together and can soon pay it off. There are churches here in America that are not ashamed nor afraid to carry a $50,000 debt. Next Sunday arrived, and this poor Christian brought the $50. The missionary, astonished, asked, Where did you get the money? The Christian replied, Pastor, don't mind. It is all clean money. Some weeks later, the missionary, touring in that region, came to this man's home. On asking the man's wife where her husband was, she said, out in the field plowing. The missionary, on going out to the field, found the old father holding the plow handles while his son was pulling the plow. The missionary, in amazement, said, Why, what have you done with your mule? Said the Christian, I couldn't bear to have the Church of Jesus Christ owing a $50 debt to a heathen, so I sold my mule to wipe it out. Now these stories are just astonishing, but that's what begins to happen when the Spirit of God begins to flow in our hearts and we recognize that this is not about our stuff. This is about the work of the kingdom of God. Now, I don't want you to be impoverished by your giving. But on the other hand, if you want this radio broadcast on the air and you want us to continue talking about revival and going through the scriptures with you and urging you on toward righteousness, then would you give today? We don't have one call yet and we're already... 27 minutes into our broadcast. We need $1,470 to cover the cost for this month of April. Because we will not go into debt, so we pay every month in full before the due date. And if we can't pay, we're going to go off the air. It's that simple. So if you would, call 877 534 0780 make your pledge we don't need your phone number we don't need your address we don't need your name it's between you and Jesus and you make the pledge and we know that you'll fulfill that pledge and so today I'm just trusting that Jesus is moving in your heart and that this radio bill is going to be covered we have been praying all month about it We've lifted up our hearts to Jesus. 
We rejoice that the upper room is paid for and that the studio is paid for. But now the radio bill has to be covered. Is God moving in your heart to help? If he is, quickly, would you call 877-534-0780 or go online and give at nationalprayerchapel.com. God bless you as you give. God bless you. Thank you for the person who just made a $75 pledge. Lord, we've stolen. Now would you quickly finish it? For I know there are many people listening who love you, Jesus, and who desire the straight word of God to go out in Washington, D.C. Lord, it's not about us. It's about your work. It's about what you want to accomplish in revival in this city. Lord, move in the hearts of your people now. And we just trust you. But Lord, this 
this person who started us out today, would you give that person peace and joy in their heart that they reached out and helped your work? Lord, thank you. What I love about these stories that I just shared is that these Korean Christians didn't think of it as a sacrifice to give to the gospel. And that's why the chapter is called A Heavenly Perspective. So it's really about when we see the value of souls, we enjoy giving everything we can. And there's another aspect, which is that when we see that God has commissioned us to take back the earth, from the dominion of Satan and that that's where our heart is then it's almost like a war mentality you know pastor often tells me how during it was during the second world war everyone had the cuffs cut off their pants to show that they were in solidarity with the with the soldiers I'm not saying you need to cut the cut off the cuffs off your pants but what I'm saying is there's this kind of militant attitude that's why it's even called the church militant, where we are aggressively taking back the earth from Satan. We do that through our giving, but we also do it through evangelism, which there's many wonderful stories in this book of the Korean Christians. There's even stories of little eight or nine-year-old boys running up to strangers on the street and tugging on their sleeves and pleading with them to come to Jesus. And hundreds of people were converted in Korea by these little eight or nine-year-old boys who were so filled with the Spirit that they just had this pleading in their heart. So Lord, we pray that this spirit of revival would be in your people today, that it would be their hearts set on you and your kingdom, Lord, on reaching the lost financially and with their time and with their energy. Lord, we love you and we thank you for each person who has given and who will give. And we thank you that you'll cover the cost of this broadcast. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Brother Kevin, did you tell me there was another contribution? Praise God. A thousand dollars was just pledged. Now let me tell you another miracle. As we came into this broadcast, we had still not heard from a dear brother who sends $1,500 every month. We hadn't heard from him. But I didn't include that in what we needed. And he just sent me a text and said, I'm so sorry, I'm late, but I put a check in the mail this morning for 1500 so that brings us down to $395 that we still owe that it will take to cover the cost of radio for this month. Would you help? Lord, I want to thank you for the dear person who just gave $1,000 in pledge for your work for the gospel. Lord, their heart is to cry out for revival. And I ask that you would give them such peace and such joy in their, in their heart. Lord, I know only your spirit can move in a person to cause them to give a thousand or fifteen hundred or more. Lord, thank you. Thank you. I ask your blessing in the name of Jesus. So at this point, it's $395. We still have a few minutes left in this broadcast. Would you step forward? And could we get this finished up today so that tomorrow we can come back with strong teaching? God bless you as you give.
I found in him a friend so strong and true. I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for me. All my life was full. When Jesus found me, all my heart was full of misery and woe. Jesus placed his strong and loving arms around me, and he led me in the way I ought to go. No one ever cared for me. Jesus, there's no other friend so strong as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for. Like Jesus, there's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared Offertory Day. Do you care for Jesus? What are you willing to give that his gospel message can continue to go out over this city? You know there's no other broadcast like this on AM or FM. We come dealing with the straight, unvarnished gospel of Jesus calling you to leave your sin and to walk holy and clean with joy and peace and love. Call 877-534-0780. You can also give online at nationalprayerchapel.com. That's nationalprayerchapel.com. As we just shared earlier about the Pyongyang Revival, in Korea in the early 1900s, the 
Korean Christians had a burning desire to give to Jesus, but they also had a strong desire to share the gospel. So missionary Goforth describes this desire. He says, A burning zeal to make known the merits of the Savior was a special mark of the church at Pentecost. In other words, as we've been sharing on this broadcast, at Pentecost, the Christian received the power and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to fulfill the Great Commission. And the same thing happened in the Korean church. So this is what it looked like in Korea when your average everyday Christian was filled with the Holy Spirit. He writes, The same burning zeal to make known the merits of the Savior is not less true of the Korean church. It was said that the heathen complained that they could not endure the persecution of the Christians. What does he mean by persecution? Well, what was happening was the Christians were always telling of the strong points of their Savior, and some declared that they would have to sell out and move to another district where there were no Christians in order to get rest. Another missionary in Manchuria, China, sent two evangelists over to Pyongyang, Korea, to find out all about the revival. When they returned, he asked if the missionaries had opened many street chapels in Korea. The evangelist replied, None at all. They do not need them because every Christian is a street chapel. Christian workmen have been known to spend a summer in a country where there were no Christians in order to evangelize it. Merchants, as they travel from place to place, are always telling the wondrous story of Jesus. A hat merchant converted in a revival on the East Coast when we were there had within a year afterwards started up little Christian communities in about a dozen places. In one of them, there were 17 converts. A student got a month's holiday and spent the time in an unevangelized district and won a hundred souls for God. Another student resolved to speak each day to at least six persons of their soul salvation. By the end of nine months, he had spoken to 3,000. It would take some of us homeland Christians a lifetime to speak to so many. So when we share with you on this broadcast that every Christian is commanded, but also has the privilege to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this is what it looks <coughs> like. Can you imagine if your college-age son or daughter said, all right, I've got a month off of college, and I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to go evangelize. And then a hundred people were converted just in that month. Well, that's what God wants to do with us. And that's what we're praying for as we meet in the upper room. And we're praying that it will once again become the common experience in the church for every Christian to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. The call of God is to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Until that happens, you have no power for ministry. And it's simply an institutional ministry that does not really win the lost because there's not much difference between worldly Christians and the world. There has to be a change. We need revival in Washington. Now we're still $395 short. Would you quickly call 877-534-0780 and give as the Holy Spirit prompts you? Yes, and if you're thinking of calling, please call quickly as we have a little bit less than 10 minutes left. So that number again is 877-534-0780. We are still short $395 out of an almost $4,000 goal. Everything that you give will go directly to pay for our radio bill at WAVA. We don't take out any administrative costs. It goes straight to radio. You can also give online at nationalprayerchapel.com. Now, our pledge to you is that if we remain on the air, we are going to preach the straight gospel of Jesus, calling you to leave all sin and to rejoice in the fullness of Jesus Christ, to leave the things of the world, the flesh and the devil, and be sold out, and then to be filled with revival power. Revival is coming to Washington. 
We know that. The Lord has promised us this. God bless you as you give. a tree I longed to see. God said one day I'd be free. All trying led to failure. That's when I heard him whisper, oh, of Jesus, none of All of Jesus, all of Jesus, oh, of Jesus, none of me. And endless celebration when I found him in wondrous jubilee. Should you ask, I'll gladly tell you of the key to our salvation. All of Jesus, none of me. All of Jesus, all of Jesus, all of Jesus, none of me. Of Jesus, none of me. calls coming in, Brother Kevin. Lord, we just pray that in the last five minutes of this broadcast, you will move in someone's heart a call that this $395 could be covered, that tomorrow we could come back and teach. But Lord, I leave it in your hands. You're the one who moves in the heart of a person to give. Lord, I just trust you. Lord, we are standing by faith for revival in Washington, D.C. We're not going to back up. We're not going to back away. I know it is your will to quicken your people and move with great power in them. Lord, thank you. Bless those now who call at the very end of this broadcast to give. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and put another piece on. I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day, still praying as I'm onward bound, Lord, man. 
time do we have, Mr. Producer? Any other calls? Okay. We have just a minute and 10 seconds left. We are still short $395. You can still call. And I praise God for the two people who called and made their pledges today. I know they moved at the call of the Holy Spirit pray God's blessing for both of them. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley. And I'm Alexander Greenley, and we're from the National Prayer Chapel. God bless you. We love you. Pray for us. We're praying for you. You can go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. Thank you, and God bless you. Sure.